welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. Um, I hope that you guys have been reflecting on what it is that you truly want in life, because I think that's, that's your soul talking to you. What do you truly want, people? Just look at that. I'm Jasmine, and I'm your host, and today I am happy to have Amy Johnson with me. Hi, Amy. Hi, Jasmine. Thanks for having me. Ah, thank you for accepting the invitation. I know you're a busy lady. <laughs> so everybody, um, just for everybody who's listening who don't know who Amy Johnson is, would you like to share maybe a little bit of what you, or you're up to? Sure. Well, I am... Um a trained psychologist, now work as a coach. I help people um, mostly around habits and anxiety. That's what I love to do. I mean, I love to help. I love to just talk about how we work and how our thoughts work and how who we are beyond our thoughts with anyone. But um, I have a real sweet spot for helping people who are struggling with those things because I struggled with my own habits and my own anxiety for a long time. And a lot of what I'm, what you talk about on your podcast and what we'll probably talk about today um, is what helped me really feel free from this and and be in a place where I can still have anxious thoughts and feelings at times and still have old, old concerns and old thoughts come back up and just really not feel trapped by them you know and i think that's for me that's just the best that life can get like we get to be fully human but not feel trapped by by our human experience um so that's what i do and and um yeah i i just i love this understanding and i just love to love to share it very nice i'm gonna take my dog because she's hearing noises now and she's barking so i'm gonna let her go on the desk here you go Lizzie. Okay, now sit with us. Sit with us, baby. <laughs> um, so it's so funny because as you were talking, something popped up in my mind. Um, so I was very anxious also. Um, I I remember, I think I had like five years of, of um, oh, what's that sleeping? You can't sleep. Insomnia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had like five years of insomnia, I remember. And, you know, mainly it was just anxiety. Like I can see that it was literally because I was anxious and I kept sleeping and it was just growing and growing and growing. And I just couldn't be with the feeling that I had. And yeah. at one point I saw what anxiety was for me. And I, for me, it was a thoughts discovering how it was just me feeding my thoughts constantly mm-hmm. yeah. like some, a thought would occur of something bad because it was always something bad and and I would just feed it and grow it and grow it and grow it and grow it and the more so like it's it was like five years of just growing a lot of thinking yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know but as you were talking um what occurred to me because a few days ago I'm gonna say days because it has been just a few days I've been upset, annoyed, angry, ticked. (laughs) And I was just, the more that I was upset, the more that I didn't want to be upset, the more I didn't want to be upset, the more I was upset. You know, it's just like, and I was, I kept, I was doing the same thing with the annoyance (laughs) as I was doing with my anxiety. Yeah. And I read something, there was a post that, that I saw, and, and in this post, they said something like, nobody taught us how to just sit with it. Yeah. 
like we want to fix it. We got to want to change it. We want to do something with it. But nobody showed us how to just be with it. And that literally busted the whole thing. Like yeah. it was kind of like I was in this balloon of annoyance, of anger, of being ticked. And just reading that made made it like bust. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's what showed up when you were talking. Honestly, I think that I've been seeing so much about that lately. I think that is like everything because it's that resistance. It's like you said, like, oh, no, I shouldn't be awake and I shouldn't be thinking this and I don't want to feel this way. And and, it, and like you said, it just builds it and builds it and builds it. And then we say, I have an anxiety problem. Where did this come from? You know, but it's not even it's not an anxiety problem. It's not an insomnia problem. It's like it's like we're just pushing away what's just wanting to show up and move through. And you're right. No one taught us. And I think they didn't teach us to just sit with it because they don't really, no one really understands that it is just energy. It's like, even in more recent years, when some therapists talk about, you know, urge surfing or riding the wave of feelings and all of that, that's, that's maybe a step in the right direction, but there's still this sense of like, okay, hold on and you can handle it and soon it'll be gone. There's still a lot of resistance built in that maybe less than there was. Right. But, but it's still like this strategy to, to get us through a bad feeling. And it's like, if we can just zoom out even further and see, it's just energy and our mind decides it's bad or too much or it's been long enough or whatever but it but that's just our mind deciding that like there is nothing inherently wrong with any feeling we ever have and nothing dangerous about any feeling we ever have it it's just it completely changes everything yeah yeah i really you know something that is really attractive to me is the word there's nothing wrong yeah like, for me that's just like so liberating to hear. There's nothing wrong. And I forget it. Like, yeah. and, and, but I, and I remember I used to do, I was in this other um, personal development um, period where I was in this group. And in this group, like, they kept telling you, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And it's not just with you. It's just, there's nothing wrong. Like forget the with you. It's just, there's yeah. nothing wrong period because, and, and then the more that I stayed in this understanding, I kept seeing that, no, actually you guys are saying there's nothing wrong, but there's something wrong. If I do that, if I do this, if I do that, if I do this, yeah. so I kind of got out of it and, and really just started reflecting for myself on, on like, really, there's nothing wrong unless I say there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong because how could there be? There's nothing wrong unless, you know, unless you say it or unless our mind tells us it and we believe that. So it's like our mind's job is to kind of go through life saying right, wrong, right, wrong, good, bad, right, wrong, safe, dangerous. I mean, it just works in these polarities and it has a favorite and a least favorite. And it's just, I just think of our mind as like just putting a stamp on everything, you know, right, wrong, good, bad. And so we're going to experience a lot of stuff as wrong. But if we can even see that that is just our mind doing its job, that just still doesn't make it wrong. 
And, and look at our lives. I mean, how often do wrong things happen that later are like the perfect thing? Like pretty much every horrible thing that anyone has ever gone through, most of the time, a lot of the time, they look back and say, thank God that happened. That, tor- that terrible thing was the best thing that ever happened to me. Now, it might take a long time to see that. Sometimes it doesn't take that long. But it kind of just all gets you thinking like, well, what? The even right and wrong is totally made up. So we'll experience it, but it's but it cannot be the truth yeah i i remember telling my friends it was like i remember thinking when i'm angry it's just because i don't like what's going on right now yeah yeah every single time like so if i could just stop doing that then i i would never be angry you know, it didn't match your mind's picture. So you're angry, right? And, and we are. And, and, but what's so cool about that too, I love how this conversation is just unfolding, but what I love about that is like, it's so funny. If you, if you think about how often our mind says, um, something else should have happened or this shouldn't be happening or whatever. And if you really look at that, I mean, that that's constant, right? It's like, yeah. should be, shouldn't be, or even the way our mind's always looking at the future, like, you know, someday this will be better. Someday that'll be better about me or my life or whatever. It's having those conversations all the time. And things literally cannot be different than they are. Like that, that whole conversation about, let's say what should have happened or shouldn't have happened how can that be anything other than a mind just just literally being creative and making stuff up? Like, how could it be that you or I should have, you know, graduated from college a different year or not dated that person or done this with our money or whatever? It couldn't be. It is a mind outside of that time making up an alternate reality and then making you feel bad today because that thing should have happened. And it's pure fiction. It's pure fiction. But we live in the feeling of that so much. It's so funny because you, as you're speaking, I'm thinking when I was in my 20s, I loved, um, uh, uh, oh my God, people that, psychics. Hmm. Yeah. I like psychics. I went. I would go see psychics. I mean, <laughs> I wanted to know my future. Like yeah. the psychics will tell me. And it's so funny because they would speak, and I'd be like, "No." <laughs> you know, I'd be like, "No, no, no." What you're saying that that doesn't work. There's this one guy who I went to see, and he. This is what he said to me. He says, "There's a lot of shoulds in your life. You should get rid of those." You know, <laughs> but that was like the one psychic that made me go there are a lot of shoulds in my life and there still is a lot of shoulds and now I'm seeing you know oh oh that's a should oh that's a should that's like really the shoulds are like were were because because I wouldn't change anything about my life right now you know like I've been single for a very long time and I have people that say how long have you been single and then I say how long I've been single like I've been single 30 years and they're like oh what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) you know but I wouldn't change it because I got to learn who I was and I got to be with who I am and and there's the should it just disappeared like I should be married because I should have been married at 28 by the way yeah of course I should have been married at 28 and had three kids by 32 obviously obviously 
<laughs> but it's so cool to see that, you know, like, and what such freedom to now be in a place where you can see the prison that those beliefs have. And half the time, we don't even realize that those are beliefs, you know, like I should be here in my life. We just wake up every day and feel horrible or whatever, because those beliefs are running in the background, but we don't even recognize it. So that's what I love. Like, as we start getting curious about thought, this stuff pops out more and we get to see it. And now you can be in a place where you're like, wow, if I was still believing I should have been married all those years ago and have three kids by now, I'd be miserable. But, if, but thank God you don't have to believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember people calling me stubborn too. Like, oh, she's so stubborn. And I was like, you know what? I guess, I guess I am. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I, back then when I would hear it, it was like a bad thing. Like I'd make it a bad thing and then I'd get upset and get angry. I am not stubborn. I just know what I'd like. And, la, la, la. and just now I'm just like, oh, looks like I'm stubborn. You know, my dad sometimes says, you know, he wants me to argue with people and I don't argue. I just, I just don't argue. I don't want to. It's just not fun for me. Yeah. And so he says, you let people step on you. And I'm just like, oh, well, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> like if that's what you want to believe, then... But it's so freeing to be able to understand how it just doesn't mean anything, you know? The cat yeah. wants to come in now. The door's the, she's barking because the cat wants to come into the house. Oh, <laughs> so I want to talk. I, I love this conversation, too. This, this is fun. So you started uh, five years ago, Little School of Big Change. Yeah. So can you talk to me a little bit about that? Like, how did that come about? Yeah. So five years ago, um, I had just written a book called The Little Book of Big Change, which uh, when it came out five years ago, um, and it was a book that I had been a couple years out of my own eating disorder, which I really I credit to this conversation, like this understanding that we're having. It helped me so much. And I really saw, oh, my gosh, all this, all this these thoughts and feelings that feel like they have such a hold on me. Like, I, like we were saying earlier, I was resisting and pushing and trying to manipulate and saying, this is how it should go. And this is how it would be. And it would just created this perfect storm of misery that I would, that I would try to get uh, a break from by eating, by binge eating. So I started to see that more and more and really see like, Oh my God, it's just this perfect storm. And, and I'm fighting it and resisting it and making it worse. So anyway, kind of long story. I, I came out of that habit, which I had for eight years and, and I was starting slowly tentatively to share this with people. Most of, you know, who also had that habit. I was cautious. Cause I'm like, I'm kind of new at this, but I really, this really feels different this time. And, and it was different. Um, but so anyway, a couple of years out of that, I wrote the book, the little book, a big change. And it's mostly about habits and um, how we can see things differently. And then I was working with a lot of people one-on-one -on -one and just really like a lot of coaches, you know, recognizing, wow, I'm kind of having the same conversations. I mean, they think they're different. They think, oh, my issue's special, or I need a private talk with you because I have this thing that no one else has. <laughs> and then, you know, you talk with enough people and you're like, yeah, there's no special issues. The details might be slightly different, but we're all doing the exact same things in the exact same way. And that really inspired me to want to create something that was that was more universal where I could kind of walk people through the basics of what I was sharing. So that's what became my online school, which is a little school, of big change. And so it kind of walks people through, you know, it really starts with what we started with in a sense, which is like, what if there's no problem? Like, what if you're habit free, anxiety free, 
peaceful, healthy, all is well. And there's this ticker tape of thought that we've just been very tuned into our entire lives. And it gets very habitual and it can get very painful. But when we start to see that that's all it is, we see that that's all it is. And a lot of freedom happens. So there's video lessons and that kind of walk people like a pretty big curriculum that step-by-step walks people through this. Um, And then I'm in there coaching and kind of helping in that way too. How long does it last? It's six weeks. So yeah, there's two versions. There's, there's a six week course that I lead twice a year. And then in between those times, people can just uh, get the videos and do it on their own in like a self-paced way. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, you have a lot of people that took it. I, I mean, I know that uh, we've had a f- like a few. Ep- I think season four, I ended in season three. I'm looking at my calendar now. Like, I think I ended season three with some of your your uh, prior participants, and then I've done quite a few. I think like I see, I have Sarah Parker. I think she was with you. Yeah. Sarah Parker. Um, I think it the, is Maylene. Is Maylene Kolotla? Yeah. yeah see like the like so many people that came out of uh of uh that wendy bloom of course yeah. was with you and there's this this other lady that her name escapes me but she's blonde and she laughs all the time very loud i know that she's coming out of you too <laughs> i forget her name but she's coming up soon too so uh, I, and i loved every single one of them like they really had a nice grounded peaceful energy to them yeah yeah they're all people who um went through the little school of big change like for their own personal stuff and then all those people you mentioned actually went through my coach training so now they're out sharing this talking with you and like supporting people but you know i think that's like probably anybody who's really really has a grounding in this you like you just get lighter and i don't know yeah there's just a nice feeling about people yeah, I think like I, I just I just went on um, Rob Cook's uh, We're Listening podcast. Yeah. Um, for the three P G C, the 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 three principles governing community. I forget Love global community. community. There you go. <laughs> um, and and I was that's what I was telling him. I was like, I love having conversations with people and just helping them get out of the way and share what they truly have inside their hearts yeah because every single one of us here just have a different access do you know like it's a different like for me it's live the life you want you know like i just love that when people live the life they want other people will be freedom other people but it's all the same thing all the same yeah i love that the whole thing yeah i love like i think for me a lot like personally um it just feels like seeing this is like, just help me kind of keep my heart open a little more. There's less fear. There's less defensiveness. There's less guardedness, you know, and those things are, they still show up. They're kind of just old psychological habits. You know, I think things happen. I really, you know, believe in the psychology side of things. I mean, things happen and we form defenses around those to protect ourselves, but how beautiful to kind of get to have those things pop up even after lifetimes and just see, Oh yeah, I feel that. I feel the closing. I know that's not truth. I know that's just my mind trying to protect me from something that I don't actually need protection from. People are safe. Life is safe. And 
you know, again, you don't always feel like life is safe in every moment, but you start to know it more and more. And then those moments when you don't feel it, it's okay. Cause you're like, okay, I'm having a crappy day. I feel closed. I feel guarded. Okay. That's fine. That happens in life, but you know, the truth, you know? Yeah. Let me ask you, do you still have these moments of uh, unconscious? Like, do, can you, can you identify when something's there, but you, it's just unconscious. There's, you're like, mm, okay, so I'm like there. Yeah. Like you mean like, like you kind of feel like triggered in a way, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. I think um, for sure, for sure. And, and more often than before, I think, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's almost like there tends to be some, it comes into consciousness a little more. Like I tend to be a little more onto it, but not always for sure. And it kind of, it kind of doesn't matter anymore too, which is also the cool part. It's like, okay, I'm feeling really triggered by something. I don't know what the heck that's about, but I also know it's just energy and it'll be gone in a minute and it doesn't mean anything, you know, like yeah. that, all that stuff helps. Yeah. It's the doesn't mean anything that I'm, I'm getting caught up. I'm going to share with you where I was going, why I was asking the question, because um, I discovered <laughs> or I saw, I, I literally saw, I was, I was having back in july i was having some conversations that that were difficult for me to have with other people and and somebody just said do you think the world is out to get you that's the question that was asked like and it, it was just like it wasn't a i'm gonna make you upset or anything it was literally a genuine question and i was like ah <laughs> You know, kind of like, yeah. no, I don't think so. Uh, maybe. Uh, and you, you want to laugh? Every time I get out of my house now, I see it. I see. I it's 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 like the question slowed it slowed the thinking down, and I when I open the the door, I can see the thinking go what's what's going to happen be careful something's there something's going to be there yeah. and and i i was just amazed at how often it's actually showing up yeah it's like omg yeah like it's like i get out of the car i open the door and i'm thinking okay now i'm getting out into the world okay what's going to happen it's just you know yeah and i can see where it's coming from you know i can see my mom's always been like be careful my mom right. used to live in a in the country and she moved to, to the, the city and her mother would be, be careful this. Like her mother had the rules, uh, you know, the rule book of what, which were, you know, they were good rules. Like, I'm not saying that rules aren't important, but I'm, I'm saying like my grandmother would say, when you go out, watch your drinks, don't <laughs> let your drinks out. And that's a very good Thing, yeah, you know? but it doesn't still fear, right? It it doesn't wow. still something. Yeah. So, but it's just just intriguing. That's why where I was going with that. Like, yeah, I, it's so interesting that you're talking about this because I have been seeing thinking about that for myself a lot lately too. And one thing I've been seeing is the value in 
feeling that like somatically, like feeling that physically. And so, and it might not in your case, it's like, you might just be leaving the house and you sort of have that little general thing and maybe just a little bit of tension because that thought is there or whatever, but to kind of notice that thought like you are. And also, also for me, like dropping into my body a little bit and seeing the tension of it. And for some reason, and then just kind of being in that physical constriction of it, because it's like, that's the manifestation of it. And I think we're so smart we know the thought's not true and we can see, we know where it came from. We, you know, we get onto that stuff, but then that contraction is as a habit too. Like our bodies have habits. So, so to really feel into that and kind of know, Oh, okay. This heaviness I feel in my chest or whatever it might be. Oh, that's just that thought. I find that I've been finding and playing with this with clients and stuff that that tends to just break it up that much more and really help us see through it more. Yeah. Well, very nice. I will definitely pay more attention because yeah. uh, I know it's there. I, I know it's there and I know it's habit because it's been there for a long time because I didn't even see it right until somebody yeah. asked me the question. So there are some thought, and I, I and I've noticed also that, you know, the more that I take layers out, the more new stuff shows up, like not yeah. like it's new stuff. It's old stuff that I just couldn't see, <laughs> you yeah. know? It's kind of like, I, I like to, to explain how there's a lot of stuff on my desk. And when I move one file, I see there's another one under. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. And that's great. I think that's really like, uh, you know, that can sound kind of like, oh man, I'm just going to be picking off layers forever. <laughs> but we are. That's I think that's just a part of being a human with a psyche. It holds on to that stuff. And as long as we can even be kind of light and playful about that and see, look, if we weren't, I take it as sort of a sign that we're able to, to handle more now. You know, I think we always do the best we can. And when people are in denial or repressing all kinds of stuff, that's still the system just doing the best it can. But as we get kind of healthier and able to feel and see more, we get to feel and see more and we're getting down there. Yeah. And it's okay. Cause you know what, we're human beings and we're here to see, feel, think, uh, yeah. you know, that's what we're here to do. So might as well do it. Yeah. It's really interesting, which is, you know, cause I've always been, okay, no, 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 I'm not going to feel this one. I'm going to feel this one. But I really noticed how, when I didn't want to feel, I don't know, anger. Well, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say they're reverse, but let's say I didn't want to feel anger. There was like, for me, like a, a pancake is flat, you know, like uh, there's one side and there's two sides, you know? So if you're avoiding fear, you're avoiding fun. If you're avoiding anger, you're avoiding love or something to that or hate. I would avoid hate and therefore I wouldn't have love. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like That's so huge. I don't think, I think that's so easy to miss. I think that's awesome that you're saying that and that you see that and you're right. We do that innocently. And I just did a free class last week about, uh, mental the mental health crisis i'll call it but just over medication and all of that and it's and i'm not anti-medication at all but it's like when we rush to something to just numb the pain this is what people say right like now i don't feel like myself it also numbed all my joy because of exactly what you're saying we don't get that and it's so interesting too i think like for me i talked like my little habit thing similar to yours is like kind of wanting to shut down and close out and stuff and and I can focus on um, 
I want to be open and have an open heart and all of that. But if I'm, if I'm shunning the part of me that also shuts down, then I'm not fully like, then I'm shutting down half of that polarity, you know what I mean? And I'm not opening. So, so in a weird way, it's almost like I have to love that, that part of me that also shuts down because she does it for a reason. It made sense when I was five, you know, it doesn't make sense today, but it's not a bad thing. And there's something about that. Yeah. That just lets us like love the whole, thing that opens up so much yeah wow amy this is awesome yeah we've already hit our time (laughs) and i want but before we leave i would like to i would like you to um give your like how how do people meet you talk to you reach you yeah my um my website is dramyjohnson.com and that's where everything lives. So you can find out about the little school of big change. And I have a podcast also and all kinds of other stuff that people can check out there. Fantastic. What's the name of the podcast? It's called Changeable. Changeable. Promise. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for accepting the invitation. This was so much fun. Yeah, thank I like you. When I have these kind of conversations and you got me, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Well, I love, I love that you're just kind of so open and sharing your own stuff too. It makes it so easy to just really look at this stuff in a cool way. All right. Well, thank you so much. I hope that uh, everything goes well for you and um, I'll see you soon. All right. Thanks, Jasmine. Everybody else, I'm going to say dream it, dare it, do it, live the life you want, and I'll see you next week. Take care.